Into the Garden podcast, the dawn and break of a new day, a new beginning, a turning point, a new importance, a new possibility to say, oh taste and say how good and how gracious the Lord has been to you and to me. We welcome the break of newness, of freshness, the breakthrough, the breakthrough, the splendour of fragrance, that aroma that speaks and gives off an anointing sweet essence, you say. A sweet is the promise that God will never leave nor forsake thee. Join me on into the garden. Salome, how are you? Well, hello there, and how are you? Well, it's midweek and do we have a treat for you. Thank you for tuning in and joining Into the Garden. I'm your host, Salome Jacobs, and joining me today is none other than Chantal Bouley, who stopped on by to bring you a woman's journey. So grab your cuppa with a salmi or a biscuit and gather round for what Chantal is about to bring you in the garden of Otis and see that indeed God is good and is about to do extraordinary things for me and for you. Hola, buenas tardes, como esta? Ni hao, ni omar. To those far and wide. So get cozy, get comfortable, and I will see you on the flip side. In that ethereal presence, that omnipotent presence, that old taste and see good presence that indeed God is doing it for you and for me so make haste and without any reservation without any hesitation invite a friend or two and we say thank you Before we start, I would like you to take a deep breath, close your eyes, and imagine that you're sitting in the garden. 
Imagine feeling the breeze through the trees and across your lap. Can you hear the birds gently chirping in the trees? How about smelling the flowers around the bench that you're sitting on? And in the distance, hearing people slowly walk past as life goes on. Welcome again and thank you for joining me, Chantal Bouly, Into the Garden. When we're grieving about a loss of someone or something, we often encounter dishonesty. And for many, we don't intentionally be dishonest, but it creeps up and often it creeps into our minds, into our souls, and out our mouth. When we're grieving, we need to be honest with ourselves, honest with God, and honest with others. Many times during our grief, people ask, how are you doing? Oh, do you still miss him or her? What are you doing to fill the space? And many times the question to how we are is, I'm fine, I'm getting better. But many times when you use that answer, it's not the truth. Why are we not honest with our grief? Why do we not tell others how we truly feel? If we are having a bad and difficult day, why don't we often admit it? I often think it's because we don't want to be a burden to others. We don't want them to think that we spend our days in misery and depression. Even though for many of us at the moment in our grieving journey we are. Proverbs 24 verse 26 says, An honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. Honesty always pays off. What that proverb means, like a kiss on the lips, is that the person can see, can hear, and even feel from you your honesty. And what we don't realize is our honesty helps also them to be better friends, better family, and be better at answering us and dealing with us. We forget that while we grieve, it is difficult for others to deal with our sadness, the way we look, sometimes when we're dragging our feet, or when we're quiet when we're amongst people. But by being honest, it allows yourself and others to feel at ease. Proverbs 12.22 says, the Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in men who are truthful. Be honest with God. When you spend time in prayer, let it out. Express yourself truthfully. Express yourself honestly. If you are angry during your grieving time, angry at the world, even angry at God, tell him. Be honest. He wants you to be honest. 
He needs you to be honest in order to help you heal. Yes, we know that God knows everything, but even God wants to hear it from you. God wants to know that you are feeling, that you are believing, that you are speaking, hearing, just expressing the difficulty you're having. And believe it or not, the Lord uses your honesty to heal you and to use others to help you. Lastly, be honest with yourself. Sit in front of the mirror and truly look at yourself. Look at your physical face. Even when you have been crying, see the redness of your eyes the redness of your nose, and even the downturn of your mouth. Realize that you too are having a bad days, that you too are truly going through a difficult time. The grieving journey is not an easy one. It's not always a sunny one. And often it doesn't feel like a faith-filled journey but it is be honest with yourself in that you're not doing well be honest with yourself that you might need more support be honest with yourself that maybe you need more space on your own to feel embrace and heal through your tears through your loneliness through your loss. As we all know the saying, honesty is the best policy. And honesty with God can get no better. So before I end off this talk, I'd ask you to close your eyes and let us gently pray. Lord, as we sit amongst the quietness of our space, the quietness of our grief, the quietness of our loneliness, we pray that you embrace us in your comforting arms. Wipe our tears but allow us to cry. Heal our spirits but allow us to feel. Lord, we ask that you give us the confidence, the faith, and the words to be honest. To come to you in honesty and be frank with you. To answer others with honesty so they can help us in the correct way. So they can see that we are feeling and we are healing. Lord, Give us the space to be honest with ourselves. Help us to see in the mirror what you see in us, the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual. Lord, create the comfort and the ease in our spirit so we are always honest, even when it's difficult to be honest. Even when we want to let everyone know we're fine, 
but deep down we are not. Remind us, Lord, of what your word says, that you detest lying lips, but you delight in those who are truthful, and that an honest answer is like a gentle kiss to the lips and sweet music to your ears. Lord, we come to you today asking you to answer this prayer and bless us. We ask in your name's sake and your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. For the rest of the week, I pray that you have the ability to be honest and that when you feel like you, you can't answer honestly, remember to be honest with God, honest with yourself, and honest with others. May you always be blessed and may you find comfort in this difficult time. Thank you again for joining me, Chantal Bouli, Into the Garden. discouraged and defeated, if you're a bit overwhelmed or maybe even feeling undone, if you're wondering whether or not your future has any hope of victory, then listen, this Bible study is for you. Strongholds are torn down by the Word of God. Fortresses are dismantled by the Word of God. When you place faith in Jesus Christ, the righteousness of Christ is credited to your spiritual bank account, that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I invite you to join me for a lesson in putting on the full armor of God. Our lives are going to be changed, yours and mine, because we're going to learn that we've got the victory in Jesus' name. When God meets with one person and reworks their view of their identity, it's the hinge that changes the course of a life. That he came to just meet with you. That if he can shift your perspective of who you are. If he can make you start lining up your thinking, your perspective, and your behavior to match up with who he has called you to be. It's going to change the course of your whole life. I want so much to remind you who you are. I want you to know that it doesn't matter what other people have called you. That it doesn't even matter what you've called yourself. There is only one who has the right and the authority to tell you who you are. I want you to know that other people are qualified to name you. And circumstances, they may have made things difficult for you, but they actually aren't powerful enough to define you. I want you to know that your history may have marked you, but it is not authorized to label you. I want you to know that what your mama called you or what your daddy did to you, it may have hurt you and it may actually take real emotional work and years to kind of come up out of the, the unhealth that it rooted into your life. I understand that. But I want you to know that it does not have the power to shape the totality of who it is that you've been called to be. And then when we surrender all of who we are physically, and in our personality when we surrender all we are to God and place faith in his son Jesus Christ and give him our body and our personality to be used as tools as instruments for his glory well now the Holy Spirit of God takes up residence on the inside of us so then we are now becoming temples of the Holy Spirit of God God's actual presence lives on the inside of me that means that with his presence in me, well now I'm an overcomer is what I am. I'm an overcomer. 
He has said that you are a chosen race. You're a royal priesthood. You are a person that has been redeemed and chosen, adopted and qualified. You are not a mistake. You are not an afterthought. You are not a liability. You have been created in the very image of God. That means every aspect of your physicality. It means the skin you're in. It means the hair texture that is on your head. It means the structure of your body. Every unique aspect of your physicality and my physicality has been made in the very image of God. That means that any person or any system that seeks to diminish the value of the uniqueness of who I am is actually anti-God because I'm an expression of the creative genius of God. Listen to me, you are not defined by your past. You are not defined by your behavior. You are not defined by your failures. You are not defined by your struggles. You are not defined by your feelings. You are not defined by your circumstances. You are not defined by the here today, gone tomorrow, false ideologies and philosophies of our current culture. You are who God says you are, point blank, period. I want you to know that you are never lost in the crowd. That no matter how big this gathering becomes, no matter how big the church ever gets, you need to know that you are never lost to the sight of God. That your friend might not notice, and your spouse might not notice, your employer might not know, your co-worker might not be aware of what's happening around you, but you need to know the angel of the Lord has got his eyes on you. He knows exactly what's happening in your life and in your circumstances. You are not introverted by mistake. You are not extroverted by mistake. You are who God created you to be. Even your weaknesses aren't a liability. They are actually a unique fitting by God because your weaknesses just become a platform for the strength of God to be displayed through your life. This is what God does. He protects and he keeps and he keeps on showing up, reminding us who we are, even when we're in the consequences of our own sin, even when we've been abused and misused by other people, even when we're in the midst of trial and circumstances in our life, he keeps on coming and he keeps on coming because you mean that much to him. He cares that deeply about you. The future and the trajectory of your entire life hinges on whether or not we'll believe that we are who God says we are. And we can do exactly what God says that we can do. Thank for your message every day, my friend, my dear friend. We have come to the end of this edition of A Woman's Journey on into the garden I sincerely would love to thank Chantal Bully for coming alongside us to talk about a topic that you and I go through the loss of loved ones a topic so close and dear to her heart encouraging you 
because we all grieve at some time or the other, isn't it? But she takes you on this personal journey, equipping you. Now there's beauty in grief, there's sadness in grief, there's disappointment in grief, there's dishonesty in grief. And today she touched on grief and honesty. So thank you to you, the hero, the listener out there, for tuning in. Thank you for inviting into the garden, into your home. At your workplace. Perhaps in your very own garden. Reading a book. In the park. Sitting on a bench. Or wherever you might feel... being attuned with nature and the awe-inspiring view that God created simply just for you. The echo of birds, the tweeting, the humming and the buzzing of bees. The miracles, signs and wonders that you and I see oh so daily. The bright morning star, the rose of Sharon. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the True One, the Trinity, three in one. Invites you to step into the garden the break of a new day, a new dawn, inviting you, touching your heart, inspiring you to move on, to carry on, not to give up, for there's hope all around. So from all of us here at Into the Garden, thank you for sharing the podcast with neighbours and friends and work colleagues on your various social networks and platforms wholeheartedly. And if you are there celebrating a birthday, an anniversary, perhaps news of good cheer, whatever it is, happy birthday to you, happy anniversary and congratulations to you too. Then to those who have lost loved ones so dear, could be natural or due to the pandemic, our sincere and heartfelt condolences go out to you too. Then to those who send us greetings over land or say, thank you for letting us know that you are a part of our Into the Garden family. Torimo Polly from Italy. A dear friend, 
who is salute you and say thank you so until next time when we meet again on that corner of Hope Street Until the next time we meet. Thank you. Shishine grazie hamsehau tamdit. Sayonara disbudinia. Adios, urba, farewell, kurigule, agia maestra matica vastilacon, kaishien, salamatingal. Avidazain. Anion. Spasiba have it. Remember, lots of wife. Try not to look to your left or to your right. But when you look ahead, God is there to pick you up and to say, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. For you are indeed women with a purpose women with a call and women with a destiny who rise above our circumstances midst it all and it's so strange how this simply just sticks with me it is something that a dear soul sister friend of mine Angela Morris yes it's embedded in my heart that indeed, no matter distance, prayer can reach and touch so many hearts. So to all my dear sisters, soul sisters, wherever you are, embrace, feel the love, feel the connections, feel the warmth, Feel the generosity and the tenderness of God's heart. So take care and much love and greetings to you near and far and everywhere. Don't you get to Paramet, Tundi, 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 Tundi
Oh. 